Hey Mo, this is Jessica Malboy. I'm a proud Kukunyalanjian Wakaman woman, born on Larrakia Nation, but meeting on Gadigal Eora Nation. Hey, welcome to another episode of Introducing. Good to have your company. Thanks uh, for everybody who clicked on my chat with Luke Steele the other week. Hope you enjoyed it. Look, some big names coming up. Dermot Kennedy around the corner. What an Irish guy. I mean, all the girls um, who I spoke to, who I told them I was chatting to Dermot Kennedy, they're like swooning. And then I went and saw him live and I get it. I get it, guys. And then you talk to him and that Irish accent, oofed. Um, that's coming up very soon. Plus, well, look, a career of over 30 years. Ben Lee is coming up on the podcast soon, too. He's got a brand new album out. I spoke to him today, actually. Um, his album comes out soon. The songs on it are so fun. Cheeky, even, in his own words. Um, look, that's still to come. Here on the Introducing Podcast today, though, well, I introduce you to someone who needs no introduction. Jess Mowboy. We talk dirt bikes in her very cool new video clip for her latest single, Automatic. Why she auditioned for Idol and the reason she actually drove that far to the audition, I had no idea. I thought I knew everything about Jess. I've known her for years, but I didn't know that. So you hear that. We'll talk girl bands. We'll talk Ministry of Sound. Um, She just finished a huge chapter of her uh, professional life with Sony Music and and now a new phase with Warner. We talk about that. And why Snoop Dogg um, lives on in her mind as one of her fondest collaborations. It's coming up with Jess Malboy. Yo. Yo. <laughs> How are we? This we're we're, com- we're coming to you live from the uh Warner HQ today. Yes, this I know. It feels very fancy, doesn't it? It's you know what? It's beautiful in here. I like the the way that they've decked this place out. There's like fine furniture. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better than what my place looks like. <laughs> I know, well, we're sitting all here. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, no, it's nice. There's a rug. There's, you know, there's other it's people a, in here. It's What are they called? They're like bean couches. Are they bean couches? I don't know. Remind me, like they they look like they have. Oh no, they're solid. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, don't don't make that mistake. You just like fall back on it, and <laughs> right? then break your That's neck. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to check That's those ones. They're, they're danger ones. Um, so from the boss lady to now like a dirt bike girl because <laughs> I um I you know what I was doing. We'll, we'll talk about the new stuff uh, yeah. later, but I, I I was actually saying to the guys before mm-hmm. that I was on YouTube last night and I, I didn't realize the clip for the new song mm-hmm. was launching at like eight fifty or whatever, and I was on at eight forty eight. So I watched. The countdown, mm-hmm. and not that I. This is no disrespect, but the yes. amount of people on there commenting and just fanging for this clip to drop, I'm like, this is huge. No, they went. I love off. this. Yeah, it was pretty mad to, um, you know, to officially put it on YouTube and just watch everyone go off, like. You know, normally, like, normally the process of, you know, putting a song out, you put the song out and then you wait a week or at least two weeks, depending on, you know, when you want to release that, you know, it visually. Mm. Um, But yeah, we just, you know, I decided I'm going to go all out. You know, done the music video, um, re-recorded the the vocals, so the the song's ready. Um, you know, backed up with the with the video. Let's just let's put it yeah. all out. You know, well, some people are kind of consuming their music on YouTube now. True. So if it doesn't have a True. visual element, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but then you speak no. to some artists who go, "Oh, the film clip takes away from it." Yeah, but I kind yeah. of see both sides. Yeah, well, um, well that was great watching you in a dirt bike outfit. Yo, just, just but the thing is, like, crazy. it's so wild because I've been in a process. where where like um, that's been the case. Drop the song, wait almost like, you know, two, three weeks and then you drop a video. And I just thought, 
I've always wanted to see like how, you know, how dropping a song on the same day as dropping the the video yeah. would, you know, would react. So this is a completely different, you know, um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, different, different way for me. So, and it, it felt good. It felt nice to just see all the fans just go wild. And, you know, I'd been teasing them with a lot of little short videos. And, you know, when I first heard the song back after it'd been, you know, reproduced and um, just even seeing that it was a little bit more, more personal, I guess, you know, just put it out there. Yeah. Just, just do it. Just yeah. do it, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's so nice because like I've, I've known you for so long and, long and everyone time. listening has known you. But let, because this is called Introducing, let's go right back to the start. Yeah. Okay. So um, were you in a musical family or were you the old one out that was one? Because every time I see you, you're always singing to yourself. <laughs> so I don't know, is that just you or is that how you've been? Because <laughs> you're always wandering you around. Me. Going, oh. You figured me out. No, you got me. Um, always been a part of a musical family. Yeah. Everyone played an instrument. Everyone yeah. could sing. Um, everyone knew how to harmonize um and you know write a song so i uh, yeah I've, I've been yeah ever since i could remember ever since i've been born like music has always been a sole part of like our our home you know the Malboy family was music was yeah there was never a time where we weren't either singing playing music what kind um, of music like what were your parents listening to that you were just listening to because of them oh i mean everything from like you know you're the yindi cold chisel um uh, ABBA, BGS. Um, I think like even my dad's, you know, Indonesian hymns. Like you, you know, he'd play a lot of um, Indonesian music um, and traditional stuff that um, he learned in his village. Um, but yeah, it was it was a whole variety, I think, um, of styles of music, which which was cool. And I'm I'm the second youngest, so I have three older sisters who also enjoyed playing their music. So yeah. I had an influence from them. Of my older sister, always she was into like Wu Tang, so was, oh, yeah. you know, she even wore the outfits. Like Did you she know, really? she was very kind of that basketball, you know, um, yeah. material, <laughs> yeah. big oversized tops, like baggy jeans, you know. Um, all the way down to the ankles, um, you know, bandana. Like she was in the Tupac phase in the Biggie Smalls, Snoop Dogg, you know, all of I that. Love, I don't like, think people do that as much anymore. They don't dress with like how uh, with what how, the music they the listen music. exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, no, no, that's that's very right. It was like a time. So yeah. when, when music came out, it was you know a specific so you could look at look. someone and pick exactly who they were into. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you're like everyone looks kind of the same. Everything is a it's a it's a whole fruit salad. Yeah. <laughs> fruit salad just full of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, we got to mix it up. Yeah. yeah. So then when Australian Idol came to town, we won't talk about it too long. But just again because it's introducing when when they came to town, mm. how did you find out about it? Was that your idea? Yeah, you pushed in there. What was that experience mm. like for you? Because it feels like we know what it was like yeah. because we watched you on camera. Yeah. But how was it for you? So painting a picture of that first introduction to Idol and the and the and the um, music show um, was the year before. In fact, so 2006, I um, I went on. So oh yeah, 05, I got to see. I think that year was um, Kate Derouge and Emily Williams. And it was though it was them to the final two at the end, and we were watching as a family. So it was a very family thing for us to, um, you know, family show to watch all together. And I recall, um, you know, in mum and dad's room upstairs, there's a TV up in there in their room, and then there's uh, obviously the family in the family room, the TV. And mum had one going upstairs, the TV on, and there was the TV where we were all, we'd just finished eating and watching intensely, like, who was going to take it home. 
and everyone had their bid, you know, on who was going to take it home. And dad, dad, dad yells at he's like, you know, she's gonna, she's gonna win it. Um, you know, the one with the blonde hair, what's her name? And we're like, Kate DeRouge. And she's like, if, and she's going to win it. And if she's going to win it, um, that means you're going on next year. And he, he, like, he made a pact, like, and I knew, like, he's even his tone. Yeah. When dad talks, he means what he means. Like, <laughs> he, when he says something, it's, it's. So, did you want her to win or did you want her not to win? No. And, and you know what? As soon as, like, um, like, I, I think I ran, no, I didn't run upstairs at that point, but, um, as soon as they announced it, um, she like that she was the winner I ran upstairs and I hid in my bedroom and I was just like no this is not happening and and I just kept thinking dad's gonna make me go for next year he's he wants me to audition and stuff and I mean that was you know thinking long way away but also it was very close you know and to me I think because music played an in certain emotional part of my upbringing um uh, and I guess, you know, a certain kind of, it was allowing me to kind of understand who I was growing up as a young, as a young kid in my environment. It, it, it was personal. It was, it was my way of, um, my way of having, holding a conversation or expressing or talking anything about myself. Well, like so, I said, I feel like I've seen you sing yeah, more than I hear you talk. Exactly. Well, that's and that's the crazy thing. Like, yeah, when I when I talk, I sing. Like, it's so wild. And how do you order a coffee? <laughs> Can I please have a almond cap? Thank you. Oh, good. You're no, not an oat milk girl like everybody else. That's good. Um, but yeah, so like just kind of painting that picture yeah. of like where that really started and how that impacted my life was. It was definitely a moment that I knew my world changing I knew from that point when my dad's saying that and that he was very serious I was like yo this is too much this is like a lot of pressure and I don't know if I I actually want to do music um but I know that it just makes me feel good when I'm you know by myself making it uh that following year came around um and I just finished school I was you know came home from school and mum and dad were sitting at the table and uh, I, I knew it was serious, like something was going on. Um, they'd just finished a very uh, serious conversation and it was just the way that they, you know, they held themselves at the table, like the way that they were sitting. Yeah, you're always and, knowing something's up. And then it went quiet. Yeah. You know, you, you, exactly. Mm. You know, and something up when, when you walk in and then it goes quiet. So <laughs> I was like, yo, what is happening? Like I'm in trouble. Like I've yeah. done something wrong, I, yeah. you know, because I've missed school and now they're going to send me away. Like that was my first, my, 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 <laughs> my instincts were like they were going to send me away because I'd been missing school and, um, you know, uh, they were going to sit me down and lecture, lecture me on it. But it was quite the opposite. Dad says, Idol's coming, um, you know, it's in another few weeks. Um, you know, Dad, Dad's going to – Dad's – I want you to go. And, you know, Mum's agreed too that, she, you know, she's going to take you. And I just thought, yeah, well, but well, they're not coming to Darwin. They're they're, they're going to Alice Springs because that was the, the, what um, we we were hearing. They, they were right. missing Darwin that year, right. and they were going to go to Alice Springs. And so um, I was like, no, <laughs> like I, we can't get there. You know, we can't. Um, you know, we got no money. And Dad said, yes, we got no money, but don't worry about that. Let me handle that. And I just thought, oh, he's going to hustle. Like, I don't know how he's going to he, – he's, he's always been a hustler. Like, yeah. ever since when he stepped foot in Australia, like, he's just been a hard worker and he's built himself up. And 
I just, um, yeah, at that point I was like, yo, how, how, if he does this and whatever, like how we're going to have to pay that back, I'm not (laughs) sure, but that scares me. I, I worry for my parents. And, you know, being ju- you just turned 16, I was able to be a part of the show because you yeah. could only, you know, be a certain age to um, audition. And, yeah, 16, 16 plus. And, um, yeah, so it was, you know, that those coming days that, you know, Dad ended up um, finding the money somewhere from a really good family friend and, you know, said that he'd paid back. He never told me this, but it was after the after doing the audition that I had known of how he got myself and my my mum my there uh, to do the audition. And I um, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I have to do this. And my parents know that I have this gift and I know that it is what it is. Um, but I have, to, I have to try it. And if it's not for me, then we'll know. Yeah. And in that moment of standing there in the red dirt and they'd, they'd actually changed the location <laughs> last minute because it was originally meant to be at the Alice Springs Convention Centre. Yeah. So you're outside, were you? We were, yeah, yeah. So they ended up changing it 40 k's out of Alice Springs. We drove in a big, big just make greyhound. It just to make, just to make <laughs> just it like you really going to want extreme. this. <laughs> yeah, um, they, they drove us out and my mum was a little bit like she was just so over it by that point. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. Like, F, you know, F this. Sorry, I don't know if I'm going to say that. But she was like, oh, this is too much. This is like, you know, giving yeah. me anxiety. Yeah. Um, and just the waiting process because it does. You're like you're literally waiting all day to to audition and by the time you get up and seeing your the energy's gone because you've gone and you know the energy's gone into like waiting around but um yeah uh i, I do <laughs> i'm standing in front of Marsha, mark and Dicko. Dicko. yeah um kyle oh kyle, kyle it, right. that, it was kyle oh there was no Dicko. yes oh right it, i was so intimidated because i'd heard this fellow on the radio <laughs> and i knew of you know of his background and yep. you know he's you know the comments that he's made in the in in the past, and I I just I was like, yo, like I'm literally shitting myself yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. I'm freaking out and standing there. I'm looking at them. I you know say hello to every single one, and you could just already tell the judgment. Like I was like at sixteen, I was like, yo, I'm being so fully judged right now. Like what I'm wearing, like and also they're gonna be judges for TV to, too. For so TV. it's even like so it's you even forget first and foremost dramatic. it's a TV show. It was so. <laughs> So full on. And emotionally, yeah. you know, at 16, you just, you know, like for me, I didn't think of those things. I, I just thought of like, you know, I'm singing, I'm singing Whitney Houston, you know, I have nothing and I know that I'm really good at this song and the way I sing it. All right, cool. Perfect. That's my headspace. Yep. <laughs> Get in front of there and, you know, tell them my song because I ask. They're like, ooh, that's a big song. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's big. Ooh, take your time. Take a deep breath. Marsha's like, take a deep breath. And, you know, I do those things and I begin to sing. But that moment I knew, I knew like it not only just felt good in the space and how the wind carried the, the, the sound out there, but I also like I had like a, a like an adrenaline rush, like, yo, this is what I meant to be doing. Yep. I know that that right now 
everything's changed. Yeah. And, and, and do you think that was the biggest moment where you thought that through your career? Because, I mean, yeah. we don't need to go through all the hits because you've, you've at least you've got right. a steady pace up. Steady pace, <laughs> steady pace. It wasn't like like, like full on thrown. Yeah. It was like. And you've, you, you tried it, you tried your hand and been in a, in a band and yeah. then you, and you've done, obviously yeah. been collaborating with a lot yeah. of people. You signed with Ministry of Sound. You've, exactly. You've done That's so right. much stuff. Yeah. So, you know, from, yeah, even that, from, from Idol to like, you know, girl band, um, to, uh, you know, to haven't yet fully developed as an artist and what I wanted to drop as in, in, in music. But, you know, I did all those kind of little things prior to, you know, to becoming just Melbourne the artist, mm. um, singer songwriter. And yeah, you know, it de- definitely took a lot of, um, a lot of steps and patience to, you know, finally, you know, get on, get on a roll of, of the music and, you know, and performing and yeah. just being out there. Yeah. Well, but when I look at like Arias and you're a Young Australian of the Year nominee and you were yeah. played on before Oprah and you supported Chris Brown and Beyonce and you've worked with Snoop Dogg and, <laughs> and you know, blah, blah, blah. Is there, <laughs> is there a moment though where you sit here now with me and go, I can't believe that bit happened? Like all the others make sense but that bit how did that happen yo um i definitely think um i think it was definitely the the snoop dog moment for me um and knowing and also, also when people said the snoop dog moment that could mean a lot oh, of yeah, things yeah, yeah. what does that mean for so, you <laughs> no for real like i think collaborating with with snoop on the get em girls record was was such a dream but i also think it was a moment of wow i like he's iconic like he's He's like one of the best of the best, like the history, like how he's kind of stayed afloat and, you know, his community and, and who he is just as an artist and as a human, because meeting him as a human was completely different to what, you know, we see on TV. He's such a, yeah, you, he gives off this complete family man and, you know, him bringing his family to the music video after having recorded the Get Em Girls song. Um it, it, it like proper true colors. Like you just saw this a human being that is just great at what he does. Is composed, um, you know. It still has his shit together. Um, a businessman, um, a family man, and just um, just talks at ease too. Like he just um, he's in the moment. Mm. You know when you're when you're there. You know having a conversation. Yeah. He's there with you. Yeah. And yeah, he was just. Um, well, to have the longevity of, of someone like that, though, there's got to be you, you've got to be a gotta, pretty decent and yo, balanced person yo, to yeah, have that, yeah. especially in this business. And genuine too, like yeah. you, you know, because you you know you see all of this, you see the kind of top, mm. um, you know, surface, but he's 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 a deep person, like he's in depth yeah. of of every kind of. Um, Every room he goes into, everyone he meets, like yep. I, I found that so inspiring for someone oh, who great. had done it for so long. Of course, you know, copped it, but also um, just who he is. Yeah, I was like, yo, you're so that's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's I'm it. gonna this this I'll tell you know my children and my get grandchildren, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. this yeah, this will be yeah, this will be a forever moment I won't forget. Yeah. As we prove that you know you keep bumping into people, this is a very small industry here in Australia, mm-hmm. and you were, you you spent the most part of your career with with Sony, and, yes. and now you're here yes. at Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember seeing you when Glow came out, yeah. and mm-hmm. you were working with different people, and I was like, "It's yeah. a whole different person, but the same yeah, person." Yeah. How how was that transition for you? Was it a breakup? Was it just the, uh, was it just a natural progression? But, no, but it was both. Yeah. I think it's really healthy for yeah. you know for people to know is that you know I. I 
I, what people forget is that I started with, you know, um, with Sony Music um, when I was 14. So even when I was 14, 16, I actually signed a deal, um, you know, and I was kind of um, discovering myself in the public eye, like within, within music and in front of in my fans. So every time I'd put something out was purely the first time I was always surprising myself. And I think that's what you got to do. I think, it, you know, not just, you know, music, but looking at it as, as a business too. Like mm. I, I felt like I, I needed to um, just as continue to surprise myself, to make myself feel almost on the edge of of you know of of the seat like you're you're about to fall and there's that kind of fear but there's also excitement because you don't know how it's going to turn out so i think for me having such a like a fifth i had a 15 year relationship with sony yeah. music you know and and it was an amazing like i had the the, the bomb ass time i think i think i was just in a process of feeling comfortable and for me i think when i woke up to a certain com- like when i when you do feel comfortable that almost kind of seems like, oh, I'm kind of stagnant. I'm just in one place. And, and it's I'm, nice to be comfortable. but It is nice to be comfortable, man. It's comfortable. But then you it's blink great. and 10 years pass. <laughs> Yo, and I'm like, I feel like I'm, well, I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing if, if that's good for you. But for me, creatively, I feel like I was doing the same thing. Yeah. And you always kind of have to switch it up sometimes, whether it's your friends, your group of friends, or, um, you know, like, you know, within the family, sometimes you got to make those calls and make those decisions that feel like you're going to then continuously feel elevated and, and feel like you're doing something different. And, um, yeah, that was kind of my, it was hard, man. Like, to be honest with you, it was probably the hardest thing. I cried. I cried because I was so comfortable and I was so scared at the same time. But I think that almost, that thing woke me up. Those mm-hmm. two things woke me up to be like, oh, well, you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. You love music. You're so passionate about it. So you, you, you it, it, it's you that has to switch it up and how you're going to do it. So, for me, yeah. Um, and it was everything. It was like, you know, from, from, from label to management to, I almost had to almost, uh, almost tear down certain walls to then begin again, you know, and, and it takes bravery. And anyone who's been in that position knows what that feels like. And it's probably sitting there going, yo, you're taking me right back. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's scary, but man, it feels good once you, you know, once you do What's it. Things that w- once things, you try, once things you that are worth doing in life are the, the, the hardest things. Are the right? hardest things. Yeah, but no, there's a better saying than I that, learned. but that's no, the gist but, of it. <laughs> but that's, that's what I learned from it. And, and that became kind of, well, it became my mentor. It became what I was actually doing in the moment. So, yeah. um, but also, um, it felt um, liberating to do that, to yeah. kind of do something that felt so uneasy and, un- you know, um, kind of out of the waters, what you're normally used to and switching up the schedule, switching up the time. Like, and what about working with people like Cosmos Midnight? Cosmos? Tell us about that because that feels like that's taking you to a, a different place as well. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so inspired. I think the, the fact that I've even took the leap of faith to work with different people and, again, comfort zone. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you when I listen back to some songs, I, I know that I have um, – you know, I've taken a few traits from other songs and applied it into other songs. But this particular collab was a total twist for me and a twist in a way that I knew that I always had it in me. It just took different people to kind of bring that out of myself. Yeah. And Cosmos, like, 
uh, you know, working with the working with the boys. Um, they're so, they're, you know, they're so humble and they're so like. But they, they, they say what they mean to. So, like, you know, if, if you, um, you, like, you can literally have a disagreement with them, but you can't get angry with them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, but they're so, they're so super sweet. Um, they're so super talented. Um, Aston, obviously, um, who's an incredible writer and an incredible artist. Um, I just adored her. I thought, like, her attitude, like, coming into the room, um, just kind of, kind of bringing me, like, fearlessness. Um, sexy, like she, like just, um, all of those things really, uh, I guess, elevated me to want to put that into the song. And, um, you know, working with George as well, uh, George Reed, who's just, uh, you know, such a really good friend. He's been a really long time friend and, and great producer, someone that I trust, mm. um, that I know I'd, you know, I'd be able to say, what about that drum? What about that drum beat? And, you know, let's kind of put a filter on it. Like, not afraid to just go there and try. Yeah. Um, and, and not afraid to redo vocals too. I'm, I'm that kind of artist who, um, you know, when I am writing a song, like, I just don't sit, you know, and, and uh, satisfied with the demo. Like, I love to go back and re record it. Most people do. Mm. But, um, does it become a point though where they go, we've got to release this? <laughs> yeah. We're going to stop, yeah. we're going to stop working on this song now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, all the time. I'm so nitpicky, but I'm nitpicky in a good way. (laughs) They're like, oh, she's so nitpicky. We have to like really put this out now. Like, we're done. We're done with you. Um, No, but uh, yeah, like I think having worked um, with um, these amazing, this amazing crew has kind of elevated my my senses a lot and um, and in depth too, which is so nice. And things that I, uh, you know, that I'm really happy and 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 celebrate to put out. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Well, yeah, we were talking about Automatic at the start. The, the clip's fantastic. <laughs> what, what's what's the next thing? Well, is this the vibe that we're going on? Is there a new album around the corner? Are you uh, taking this on the road? Uh, well, I am what's considering a, an, an album, a body of work, but yeah. I think I'm kind of at the point where, like I said earlier, and going back to, you know, um, a routine that I used to have where I would, you know, I would spend months on a song and then there'd be, in, you know, the months to kind of you know, prepare it to put it out there yeah. and then it would be another, you know, month to do the video for it to come out I just feel like now I'm just in a really quick fun process where I know exactly what it looks like yep. let's get it done um, you know whatever the budget is let's let's just get onto <laughs> it might be small or might be big yeah but um, just kind of picking and um, not trying to be too nitpicky I think has, has kind of been my my step up yeah is actually just enjoying it um Enjoying, enjoying the writing process, enjoying the creative process, and then putting it out there. Well, yeah, I think it's like a lot of people are like really down on streaming and stuff and how it's changed. But like, there's a part of me that likes the how fun and a bit more free artists are yeah. with the fact that you can just put something out there. Um, it's today, online straight yeah. away. It doesn't have to be on the radio, even though it's nice if it is, but it doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah. And there's a kind of yeah, you can keep we can almost keep well, up with you. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's where that's where I wanna. That's the kind of flow that I want to be on yeah. um, and because I've been in such a very structural process for such a long time I got to switch up and do something that's a little bit more freeing and that feels a little bit more freedom like yo she just like I, I literally cut and finish 
um, doing the revocals um, of automatic like few weeks a few weeks ago. So that would so, be madness uh, ten years ago or yeah, even five no, years no, ago. No, no, yeah, like the record label would be like running around like headless <laughs> chooks. Like that's how crazy um, back then, you know, and you know, specific it was. Whereas now, with all the platforms and the and the and the and the you know all these channels, you can. And as I saw last night, that. all your fans on YouTube, wow, they were on it. <laughs> they were like, waiting. Were you, were, you, were you there I watching? Was like, woo, yeah. yo, you, woo, back to you. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't a lot of like big sentences and no, stuff. No, no, like, no. Totally like, like, yo, sis. (laughs) Thank you, sis. Yo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my process of now, like I do want to create a whole body of work for my fans and any, any listeners coming on board for the first time. But also, um, I think the, the process is for me is just doing it, um, with love and then releasing it as, 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 as is and not being too like, um, too, uh, too rest- like rest- is mm. restrained the word yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. restricted yeah you know. absolutely um, we've well, always you've always oozed confidence and relaxed and, and, and sweetness but there's a there's this something now that it feels like yeah, extra yeah, if that thank makes you. sense oh thank you yeah you, are, you out of all people would know you've seen me you know kind of just be in all different elements of, yeah. of, of, of the growth in music but I think now more than ever I'm, I'm my most um, my most confident yeah, like and there's a difference there is a difference um, you know, and, and the way that I am um, collaborating with music or who I'm collaborating with, like it's just open. I mm. feel like I'm in the most open waters I've ever been. Well, you know, you're comparing both of us to Snoop Dogg. We're the Snoop Dogs <laughs> of the business here. That we've been here for ages. We're gross growing. Yo, with each other. We're nice. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yes. I get what you're saying. You're right. I remind right, you of Snoop right. Dogg. I get it. Um, this is called Introducing. So we always finish yes. the podcast with someone that you might want to introduce the listeners to, that you're listening to. Yo, so I just um, I just collaborated on stage on my my Boss Lady tour with uh, Miss Katie Baker. She's an incredible artist. Um, uh, I guess grew a lot of her music up in the Northern Territory, um, produced a lot of her stuff uh, in, in Darwin, in the NT. Um, but she's... She's, uh, you know, I would probably say like she's really brought me back to life um, with like free vocal spitting. Like she's, her music is so like, um, you know, she's got a bit of jazz. She's got a bit of opera, but she's also like, you know, all of that's like set in with soul and R&B. And she's just... I don't know. She's like, if I, if I was to like be like come back in another life, I want to come back as her. Yeah, wow, okay. Like she's um, just super like poised, like so super chilled, but a freak at um, creating music and um, her stylistic, the way she vocalizes her, her style and singing, man, there's nothing like her right now. So I'm, yeah, I'm super proud that I got to collaborate with her, share the same stage with her on, on, on tour and, and um and see her new and hear her new stuff that she's producing um right now, but yeah, check her out. Katie Baker is her name. Um, yeah, don't forget it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the meantime, I'll just be hanging around the internet, just waiting for you to release new things <laughs> and ready to comment. Yo, yes, yo, yo, that's me. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo means yes, by the way. And you're looking mata. Oh, really? So okay. Up in up in um up in like you know all in the island, the Arnhem land. Yeah. So your means like yes. Okay, great. Yes. Oh. So <laughs> the next time you're there. Just say, yeah, when they ask you questions, just say, yo, yo. which means yes. <laughs> okay, nice. Jess, always lovely to Thank see you. you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Lift.